Welcome to the True Blue LA Podcasts, inexplicably another playoff edition of the True Blue LA Podcast. The Dodgers played three games, and it felt like they lost four, and yet they won two of them somehow. Much like uh, like the Dodgers themselves, this podcast cannot die. <laughs> um, we, we keep, uh, you know, we're going to keep recording on the off days and figure it out, and maybe it's going to be the end of the it was season. Really it's still two not, yeah. Awful games with one of them having a randomly great, bright moment, and then just, you know, a very, what I've come to call the uh, Pythagorean games, where the Dodgers realize they're running a little below and the, the run differential, and they got to stack them up. So. Roll, the vast majority uh, yeah. of the three games, yeah, felt bad, and like, yeah, yeah they won too. Like you said, like <laughs> it's a this is a the the weirdest baseball season, man. Like last year was obviously super weird. This year, even weirder. Uh, so we'll dissect those three games. We'll look ahead uh, to the final game or two uh, in Atlanta. And uh, we've got some questions from Craig. It'll be a nice little mini episode to get you ready for games six and seven after this. So I think game one actually went pretty close to what I was expecting. Close game, um, you know, Dodgers kind of scrambling from how they ended the NLDS, but having kind of a superior talent advantage. One run game either way didn't really surprise me. Since that point, nothing has gone according to plan uh, in my head. Yeah. Um, so when, I guess what when we re- when we recorded last, if I remember the days right, um, the Dodgers were down 0-2, but we're like they also lost like two very winnable games in mm-hmm. the, on the very last play. Um, so like there was some like hope, I, and I think the prevailing thought going in was that you know obviously they had to win two games to forced the series to go back to Atlanta. I think we both kind of, not assumed, but we both thought, I think they would, two two out of three was the most likely outcome. And yet, it, like, that's what they did, but like it felt nothing like that at all. Like, they went in, um, I, I was surprised by this. So going into game three, the Dodgers had, uh, they had been down two nothing in a best of seven. Uh, I think 11 previous times um, and they've actually won four of those series, which is like about double the all time MLB average. Uh, Cause it's, it's usually a, a death knell. I think when you're down Oh two, it's not as obviously as final as, you know, three Oh or three one or something, but it's very hard to come back from that. But the weird thing to me was uh, uh, when they were, um, oh, and two on the road. Um, and then coming back at home, they were like eight. No, in the best of seven uh, in game three at home. So like I sort of figured they'd come out guns blazing in mm-hmm. game three. And that would be the game that gave everyone hope. And then they came out and like <laughs> most of that game was like, oh, no, they're going to get swept. <laughs> like, like It was just so bad. Like the like, where's the offense? Oh, my God. And then. And, and if and then really, just, Eric, if you yeah. had watched the season at all, you would know the offense would come from Cody Bellinger. 
That's right. Exactly. Well, and, and that's the thing. So, okay. We have to, like, say, I know multiple times on this podcast, or what are the Dodgers going to do in the playoffs, right? What, how are they going to do the structure of the lineup? Who's going to uh, um, play? Who's going to sit? And then I, I think multiple occasions I've said uh, uh, they, they, in a perfect situation, like they should not play Cody Bellinger because mm-hmm. they have eight better hitters. And right now they don't, <laughs> like, they, he, he, they, they, they maybe have one or two better hitters. Like, yeah. like it's, he's been really good. Like the underlying data has been good. Yeah. He's like hitting the ball super hard. He, he completely revamped his swing, which is almost impossible to do in the middle of a season. Um, Not just the middle of a season, the end of a season. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. He, he literally had one of the, like the, one of the worst seasons, like, ever like by a by a like i'd say within within like five years of an mvp award that's probably one of the worst like mm-hmm. baseball seasons ever and uh i obviously there were circumstances he was hurt just like just everything got could have gone wrong but like he's, he's like slowly but surely looking better he still you know plays a good defense in center although because of the way the yeah. the dodgers are weirdly structured he has to play first a lot because um like they don't have Max Muncy, and they they don't the options at first aren't. It's aren't still the best so funny that a like team that still has and, a decent amount of defensive flexibility doesn't have it for first base. Yes, <laughs> it's 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 wild. Well, okay, and we'll get to the point. You get like we've talked about. They've played like Billy McKinney far too much for a team that this that's this good, right? Like, and yet everyone was expecting um, come game five. Billy McKinney would be the one added to the roster, but oh no, he was not, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, but anyway, so back to Cody Bellinger. Uh, the Dodgers were down uh, five to two in game three. Um, Gavin Lux, again, speaking of uh, defense, Gavin Lux is playing center field. Uh, made a bad play on a, a catchable ball at the wall. It was ruled a double for at first, uh, eventually correctly scored to an error. Because he just dropped it, it was uh, in fairness to Lux. It was the the a bright Sunday at Dodger Stadium, uh, not Sunday the day of the week, a sun day. Mm-hmm. Um, but just just a bad play. He's he also misplayed a um, um, a ball later. I forget if it was Game Four or Five. Where it must have been Game Four because he didn't play Game Five. Um, uh, just didn't get a good read off the bat and the uh, ball landed right in front of him. You know, it, it's something you would expect from someone who's never played center field. So like he has the speed to play it. It's a weird thing to be experimenting now because, because of options, but that's where they're at. Like they, they, they think um, he reads the ball better uh, in center as opposed to left. Like, so you're saying it could get a lot worse than this. Like, wow. Okay. <laughs> but like, it, it's a, it's a thing. So it's, but anyway, that's an issue that led to, a five uh, or was it a four run inning? I guess. Um, and Walker Bueller only pitched three and two thirds. He just kind of lost it, and like just a run there of like the the big three starters not doing well the last time through. All of them after getting compromised in some way. Uh, one uh, Scherzer and Urias used in relief. Bueller on short rest, and then both, and then also with. Um, Urias and um, Bueller both with uh, career highs in innings by a long shot this year. So I, it's not it's not this thing where up oh, Dave Roberts ruined them. You know it's not that. 
it's part of that, like maybe, you know, like, or just like they got pushed too hard, but also they're probably just gassed, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's how, that's how this team looked extremely tired, <laughs> like basically in game three. So it's five, two, they, they can't buy a hit with runners in scoring position. I think there were two for 20 at the time in the series with runners in scoring position. They get two hits in the, in the eighth. And then Luke Jackson, um, correctly decides like I'm going to throw a fastball well out of the strike zone very high and because Cody Bellinger will chase because Cody Bellinger chases even MVP Cody Bellinger chases that pitch mm-hmm. right like it's a that's a that's a thing to get him out uh he got the pitch even Luke, uh, Luke Jackson said like sad thing is I would do it again because like it was the perfect pitch and Cody Bellinger like went up and got it around near his eyes and destroyed it. And like, um, we were a lot of people were talking about this like the next day or two. Um, that was one of the loudest moments ever at Dodger Stadium. It was, it was chilling how loud it was. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was you could feel it. Like I, I was in the, I was holed up uh, in the the NLCS uh, for the middle three games in the the dining room which is just behind the press box i didn't have my normal seat because you know, there's a lot of national writers in town and stuff but even even with that buffer of being like sort of rem- like one like wall slash open door removed from like the press box you could feel the the loudness you could still hear it but you could also feel it like like it was it truly was like an incredible moment so that that tied the game and then like they continued to rally. Um, Mookie Betts hit the game-winning double, and then all of a sudden, they're only down two-one, and everyone's like, "Oh, look at all this momentum!" Uh, the Dodgers, how are you going to ride this momentum? And then they came out and absolutely laid an egg <laughs> on game game four. Urias looked like, uh, like you said, gassed, but the, but also because they were doing a bullpen game on game five. They, they kind of made Urias wear it a little bit. He mm-hmm. threw like 92 pitches in five innings. They're like, we kind of need you to go a little deeper into this game because that, <laughs> that game was – he was bad. And I think in a normal situation, they would have pulled him after two or three. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was it was rough. So they lost – and then they lost late. Like they, they gave up some runs late too. But they in no – like that game was also 5-2 late. But with – it seemed like much less of a chance of the Dodgers actually coming back, given how the offense was. So it was just like a like a. a and that was just, against the Braves' yeah. bullpen game, and right. a bullpen won, that yeah. isn't very Bollywood. Has has some good arms there, and they clearly knew um, pitched a great game plan because yeah, like you said, completely shut the Dodgers down. And oh yeah, Justin Turner. <laughs> just, yeah. So just that's out the for thing. the so, year. Uh, Turner. Who has been struggling? I believe I forgot what he ended up. I think he ended up four for, was it four for thirty four or something like that? But he had a single in that game four, one of only four hits for the Dodgers in that game. Uh, but he hit into a double play in the seventh and tr- trying to beat it out, uh, uh, strained his hamstring, um, running down the line, and it's a grade two strain, so he's out for the year. So like they removed him from the roster. Um, and which and under MLB rules, if you do that and get replaced, you're not eligible for the next round. So not eligible for the World Series should they make it. So that means his season's over. And then in Game Five, Joe Kelly started the bullpen game, struggled mightily. He gave up a two-run homer in the first. He needed 28 pitches to get two outs. He faced four batters, 
and then uh, but had to walk off the mound with the trainer. Turns out he has a right bicep strain. He was replaced. Uh, I guess technically the the replacement's coming tomorrow, but uh, he'll be replaced on the roster by David Price. Um, so yeah, they're dropping like flies. Oh yeah, Justin Brule, the lefty who joined the team in August. Uh, you know, sort of the the second lefty in the pen uh, made some made some decent strides. Uh, he had arm soreness, uh, so and he couldn't pitch in Game Five during the bullpen game. And the Dodgers are considering replacing him. We'll find out Saturday if they do. Uh, Dave Roberts was sort of mum on who might replace him, but like the Dodgers are, are, are sort of dropping like flies at this point, so but also, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, so they, they're, they're trying to follow, everyone keeps bringing up the, trying to follow last year's script, like, uh, lose the first two, win game three in stunning fashion, uh, and then get blown out in game four. So you're down three, one. Yeah, just do what the Dodgers did last year. No biggie, right? Like, like, uh, but it's like a different year. Uh, last year was all in the same place uh, in Texas. There was no travel. The 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 there was a pro Dodgers crowd in all three games. Uh, you know, obviously it's a new quote unquote neutral site, but like also the the crowd was limited in that round too. But uh, also slightly pro Dodgers, I would say, or maybe a little more than slightly. But now the last two games are in Atlanta. If they win Game Five, um, so yeah, it's, Freddie, it's and not then, exactly yeah, the setting same. the stage. Freddie Freeman just hits a two-run home run in the first. Joe Kelly's out. They have to bring in Evan Phillips to to close Hero. The, get get things yeah. going uh, for this technically capital D, capital B bullpen game. Um, I think at that point everyone was just you know thinking of the offseason, figuring out which free agent they're going to sign. Uh, is Chris Taylor really worth it? Should we should we bring him back? And then you know the Dodgers did what the Dodgers like uh, I alluded to it in the beginning, sort of this Pythagorean game where you just get this giant yeah. surge of a reminder of the talent that this team has. Uh, I will tell you this: I didn't, I I did not actually write any portion of this story except for having a sort of outline of points I wanted to hit because I figured it would be the day after follow once they lost game five uh but the draft still sitting uh in the true blue la um sort of editorial background is uh the title here is the dodgers power disappeared in the postseason and then (laughs) and then chris taylor and aj pollock happened uh so like okay so heading into game five the dodgers had played 10 postseason games to that point they were five and five um and they had averaged three and a half runs a game, well below their uh, over, just over five during the regular season, which led the National League. Um, they scored two runs or less in in half of the their five of the ten. I think they had a three run game in there too. So just you know, real hard to come by. They and like I think the 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 point was it was sort of evident after game three. They really haven't put together at least like even two games in a row of good offensive games. Um, so that's been kind of frustrating and they, and they still have it uh, as we record this, but, um, so that was the backdrop. And, w- and once they were down two nothing, you're, you're thinking this is going to be just possibly like game four, especially with the Dodgers bullpen game. It's good. It could get rough, like real bad. And then, um, and then they just kind of hung around and then, um, you know, so they had in this game, Max Freed, uh, also that was the other thing, Max Freed, the Braves ace, going in game five, but he's left-handed. So that meant Pujols at first base. 
it meant AJ Pollock starting. Um, and so the five, six, seven, eight for the Dodgers was Pollock fifth, um, Pujols sixth, Be- uh, Taylor seventh, and Cody Bellinger eighth. Uh, Bellinger was playing first base. No, he was playing center field. Excuse me. And I believe those four uh, combined uh, for twelve hits. Uh, Pollock uh, homered twice, Taylor homered three times, uh, and uh, they just exploded, right? Like uh, Pujols reached base three times, he had two hits. Bellinger had three hits. Uh, like they've, they all just sort of drove the offense. Even Trey Turner, who I believe was like uh, six for forty or something, uh, heading into that game, I forget his exact number. He he reached base four times. So like, man, if he breaks out of it, like. Their whole thing is, like, if they hit, they win, right? Mm -hmm. Like, they just haven't been able to hit consistently. And they're still down 3-2, but, like, they're, you know, they did the, the, we're going to, we're going to give everyone hope now. (laughs) Like, um, (laughs) we'll see how it goes. But, yeah, that was a, uh, that was an odd game. Um, It was funny there. I won't name the writers, but um, uh, the the ones who travel, um, you know, going to, to the road games and stuff, a few were convinced that no matter what happened, the Dodgers were going to go back to Atlanta just to force them to make another trip. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, it was kind of funny to see that play out as it did. Uh, but I, I completely sympathize with them because I'm exhausted and I'm not even traveling. So uh, kudos to them uh, for putting in the hard work. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, that's where we're at. The Dodgers are down 3-2. Pitching-wise, they're – they're as well set up as they could have hoped, I think. Um, uh, you know, Max Scherzer going game six, Walker Bueller game seven. It's against Ian Anderson and Charlie Morton. So, actual good pitching matchups the last two, but in extra, Atlanta makes it tougher. Extra yeah. rest for Max, regular rest for Walker Bueller. Like, you know, things when we start, when we recorded um, in the, on the last off day, we said if they win two out of three, you got to feel pretty good. And now we're in this yeah. weird state where it's like, we, so do you? they yeah. did. Yeah. And <laughs> we saw that the, you know, the most recent sample we have is that the offense doing really good things. But on the other hand, we've seen a bullpen getting rode down, injuries popping up. And we saw two games of the offense outside of one, really one swing yeah. with Cody Bellinger looking kind of miserable. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, it's so what re- you're saying is they need to go back to the Los Angeles road jerseys in the, uh, in the, <laughs> in the Atlanta, in the last two games in Atlanta. So uh, speaking of good offensive performance, though, uh, Chris Taylor, uh, three home runs and a double. He had four hits, uh, six runs batted in. One of the all-time great just postseason games like by anyone, let alone a Dodger. Um, his 13 total bases set a Dodgers postseason record. There are... Um, one, two, there are five other Dodgers games with individual games with 10 or more extra total bases. Excuse me. Uh, how many of those can, players can you name? I'll do my best after this. How many, was it 10 you said? Uh, 10 extra, 10, 10. I keep saying extra base hits, total bases. <laughs> that's, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah. 10 extra base hits in a game <laughs> record. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you want me to name four, is that right? Or is five? Uh, it's, I, I'll just, I'll give you the hint. It's four people, five, uh-huh. five games. Uh, uh, so, uh, Steve Garvey. 
So, Garvey, you got two of them. Okay. Uh, he had 11 total bases uh, in game one of the 1978 NLCS. Um it was a two homers and a triple. And then he had 10 in game four, the clinching game four of 19, uh, 1974 NLCS uh, with two home runs and two singles. Uh, Kike. Kike is number two. That's the record Taylor broke. Um, he had the three homer game in the clinching game five in the 2017 NLCS. Uh, Kike and Chris Taylor are one or two of 12 players in major league history with a three home run uh postseason game um only two dodgers now you tweeted something and i don't know if it was this list but it was i, I don't some, think it was you tweeted something similar ish and i remember thinking i'm going to study this list and try to crib yeah. crib crib some answers in case i get quizzed on some some nonsense um yep uh but I remember that must have been more than like that must have been in a series or something because there was some longit like there were newer yeah. there was more newer players there. Yeah, I I, th- that, I think I know what you're talking about, but it was definitely not this. I will give you the, one more hint for this: the two that you're missing mm-hmm. uh, both had ten total bases, and they were forty years apart. Okay, um, let's go, Dusty Baker. Um. No, but I want to see how high he is on this list. Um, hmm. Wow, David Freeze, seven, win one game. Um, the most for Dusty Baker is six. Um, in game one of the 78 World Series, home run and two singles. Um, I'll go. I'm going to make... How many more stabs at this do I want? I will make... Uh, I'll make two more stabs at it, and I'll go one from mm-hmm. each era. Um, how about Andre Ethier? Mm. He had a niner um, in Game Three of the 2009 NLDS. Um, that was a clinching Game Three against the Cardinals. Uh, he had homer, triple, double. So a single <laughs> what, shot what a cycle. slacker. Uh, mm-hmm. Just go for it, man. All right, I, I, I'm going to do two more real quick. Um, uh, Davy Lopes. Davy Lopes, no. His most is eight. Done a couple times. Uh, Seeger's my last Both guess. in 78. Um, Seeger's most is also eight. Okay. Um, and the two home run game in last year's NLCS. All right. Okay, so uh, 1955, uh, Duke Snyder, <sighs> game five of Would the World my Series. my guess, yep. Two homers and a double. And then the other tenor was Eric Karros, game two <laughs> of the NLC, NLDS in 95 against the Reds. Uh, two home runs and a double. I remember being at this game. I was in college, and I was an impressionable young lad. Um, and I remember at some point, this was because this was a very frustrating game. The Dodgers lost this game 4-5, to five and uh, Karros, or 4-5, to five, what is it? It's not soccer. Uh, they lost 5-4. <laughs> to four. Um, And Karros had, like, you know, like the in my eyes, the only, in my dumb eyes, he was the only one trying. That <laughs> and, like, it was very frustrating. And I remember standing up in my seats at some point, he says, doesn't anybody give a crap? Like, you know, like, that I, 
I was a I was a dumb I was a dumb man, uh, dumb young man at the time. I believe I was nineteen. I was nineteen. I can verify this. Um, so yeah, he had ten total bases. Those I, are those are the group. I did. So he was that Karos was actually the name I crossed out, thinking like, no, he's he he wasn't in enough playoff games. It's not <laughs> right. Uh, he was only yeah. He was only in uh, without full yeah. I believe yeah. Just the six the the two sweeps ninety five ninety six. It was a rough era, man. Like when the how crazy the Lima game was in 04. That was literally the Dodgers' first postseason game win since '88. Yeah. Like they were just they were starved for a while. So I know we've got uh, some questions looming, but anything you want to talk about going into this series? Um, the only thing I wanted to mention because mm. you mentioned, oh, just repeat repeat the script from last year, and you want yes, yeah, yeah. it's really hard to do one step closer but one interesting contrast is if they win tomorrow um mm-hmm. i f- i and because of this in baseball's cruel they'll lose game seven but i would feel much more confident about this about this year's game seven than last year's just because last year's was the 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 poopoo platter bullpen game <laughs> and this year you have right. walker bueller going so and and last yeah. year's bullpen not as good as this one so yeah, I think they're as well set up pitching wise for that. So it really it is a matter of if they hit enough, I think they would win. And I think you're right if they if, I think if they win Game Six. And they don't need to have a Game Seven, a Pythagorean game. They don't have to win, right? Like, you know, score six runs. You know what? A, yeah, a five three game or, or five two would yeah. work, right? Like or something <laughs> like that. Um, the other um, thing I felt so bad in a way for many of the Braves. Because a lot of it in the post game of Game Five in a series they're up three to two in. There were literally two. I have two questions. I think that I believe that were uh, asked about twenty eight to three, and that's from football. Like yeah. that. That's how. That's how bad. Like the Atlanta, sort of uh, just cloud sports cloud is. Like I, I have a I have a friend who is a very big yeah. fan of Atlanta sports, and I cannot yeah. convince him that the, the Braves are still very much favored in this series. Yes. Uh, yeah. And I think I got him to the point where he re- he, he acknowledged that if it was, in his words, uh, paraphrasing here, anyone but Atlanta, <laughs> he would agree with me. However, he's seen the story too many times. But yeah, I reminded like, him, like, hey, you can still choke the World Series. It's all right. You got this. <laughs> Yeah, so like I just I felt bad in that respect because it's like man, they haven't been to the World Series since '99, and like obviously they were very close last year. So, but it is in Atlanta, so they, they're going to have the advantage there. But yeah, it just really and they have Jock Peterson, it, it, Dodgers. I'm, yeah, I'm, it's it is Jocktober. Yeah. Oh, the other thing that was sort of funny on um, game game five, so the Dodgers, they I I, I forgot they they um, replaced Justin Turner. And they had options on the 40-man roster. Uh, Billy McKinney, who, you know, we just, I sort of, sort of assumed would be rostered because, like, they, he always seems to be there. <laughs> like, um, but also Zach McKinstry were available. Uh, they chose Andy Burns, who they had to designate for assignment Edwin Yuseta to get on the 40-man roster for an incremental upgrade and a right-handed bat who plays infield. So I, I get it. Like, he's, he offers something different than the other true, but, like, Enough to where they just like dumped Edwin Yuseta <laughs> just to have this incremental upgrade. It was weird, 
But like, sure, right? Why not? And also, I think he was the second pinch hitter used uh, in the game in Game Five. I also think um, they're just maybe. I realize I'm the thirtieth person to make this joke, but like, if you're gonna, uh, there's a the rule, right? It has to be a, a hitter for a hitter, pitcher yeah. for pitcher. If you're gonna um, injure a two way player, you got to bring up a two way player. So you know, it's fair. Like they they should have traded for Otani yeah. by August thirty first, <laughs> and then they could have run him. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, so the, on that same day, the Do- the Dodgers added, they removed Turner, added, um, Andy Burns to the roster. And then the Braves got Jorge Soler back from the, the COVID, uh, IL and dropped like Kristen, Christian Pache. So like, it just, uh, it was, just, it was just felt so funny. Like, like this, this is the difference between these two teams right now. The Dodgers obviously lauded for their depth, but they are at their very last ropes at this point, And yep. they're just sort of getting by. And, and like you know, as it stands, the I know they the Dodgers won eighteen more games during the season. There, there's certainly not as much of a difference between these two teams as currently constructed, and especially with the Braves having a three-two lead, it sort of played out that way. But it just was sort of a funny. Um, yeah, the Dodgers do have there. the better starters in on paper going forward, and I think if Trey Turner actually like it wasn't a, the most convincing I got on base four times uh, performance by Trey Turner, but yeah. if that if he rides that to actually breaking it, then I think the Dodgers are even on their last ropes the better team. But that has to happen along with everyone, no one else regressing. <laughs> Mookie, you got to keep, keep hitting. Taylor, you got to keep hitting. Yeah, Bellinger, you got to keep hitting. Seager, please keep hitting like yeah. uh, hellacious line drives. <laughs> like that, that'd be great. Um, uh, so the other thing I will, I, my prediction is this, if, if Trey Turner has a cool slide in game six, the Dodgers will win the series. Okay. That's my prediction. I like it. And that's all I got. Um, I think the only thing I wanted to mention before we go to questions is, um, as you, um, Miss and Justin Brule might go down, um, uh, they, uh, they were nebulous with who they would replace it with, um. They said that they had a lefty and a righty in mind. I still think, especially because they brought David Price up um, for Joe Kelly, that I think, in my mind, um, Mitch White as the leading yes. candidate there. Um, he, he makes the most sense of anyone. Um, so uh, I was looking at this. On the 40-man roster, uh, the two only two right-handers uh, available are Mitch White and Andre Jackson. Um, Mitch White, I would say, is preferable between the two, especially – experience uh just overall like control i think mm-hmm. right right now uh but then on the lefty side they have more options victor gonzalez who was in the minors the last like six weeks um and then uh andrew uh, andrew vasquez who um you know is kind of a journeyman uh guy they picked up off the scrap heap uh, at the end of august so like that would be something um and then also uh, uh i mean oh darian nunez uh sort of in the same Realm was Justin Brule called up for his major league debut uh, earlier or after, or I guess earlier in the season. This was in July. Brule was August, um, but also spent the last month or so in the minors. Um, and then Garrett Clevenger, who was on the sixty-day injured list, um, he did rehab towards the end of the year. Uh, so if they were like super high that Clevenger was going to be the guy, they could add him. But it would be the same situation. Um, They'd have to create a forty-man spot for him, and they—you can't put guys on the sixty-day IL now. So you'd have to designate someone for assignment. So, like, if they really want Garrett Clevenger that bad for two games, um, like, I don't know if they—they they would want him enough to like 
ditch another guy. So, like, it's probably going to be one of those five, uh, the guys who are on the 40-man. But, yeah, Mitch White makes the most sense. All right. I've been teasing it long enough. It's time for... Yeah. With Jens and Craig. We love them. Five final NLCS questions from Craig. You ready? Yes. Starting off with trivia, I'm going to find my answers, but I'll answer the uh, ask you the question first. The Dodgers are hoping to replicate what they did in the 20, uh, uh, 2020 NLCS. That's 2002. Mm. I'm like, oh, no. The Giants won that one. That's not good. Uh, today's trivia <laughs> questions. Oh, no. With Dusty Baker. Oh, there's all sorts of bad omens there. Today's trivia questions, Eric, are about games five, six, and seven of that series. Do you think oh, it means 2022 or 2020? I really hope it's... Uh, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, 2002. It's not. It's 2020. Confirmed. Please name the three winning pitchers for those games. <laughs> okay. Um, God, this so is let's good. See. I love this. this they is, these are they great. took the lead. They took the lead with Will Smith uh, off Will Smith in game five. I want to say that was midway through like the fifth or sixth. And that was a bullpen game. Uh, I'm going to get... well. Walker Bueller is game six. That that's the easy one. Okay. Um, um. So I'm and I know they didn't take the lead till Bellinger's home run in the seventh of game seven, and they were the home team. So it was a matter of who pitched the seventh. And oh, uh, Urias got the win in seven because he just finished it out. Yeah. Um. Okay, so then that that leaves game five, and I don't remember the exact inning, so this makes it tougher. Um, so I will just say Dylan Floro, <laughs> Blake Trinan. Good job on the other two, though. I almost I was gonna say Blake Trinan, but okay, dang it. Okay, five Dodgers nice. hit at least one home run in those three games. Can Eric name them? Hmm. Um. So this is funny about how everything running together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Corey Seager, I believe, hit three in those three games, but um. His two home run game, I was certain was game six. The, I believe the three to one game. Um, he and Justin Turner went back to back in the first inning. I thought he hit another one later, but turns out his two home run game was game five in the Will Smith game. And Will Smith is the other since uh, he homered in that. And then you have Kike Hernandez and Cody Bellinger. So I'm missing one. Is that no, right? No, you named them all. Good job. Oh, just four <laughs> on okay, the money. Got three it. for Corey Seager. Yeah. Will Smith, JT, Kike, yeah. and Cody. The same Dodger started games five and seven. Who was this pitcher, and how many innings did he pitch in each start? Um, I believe that's Dustin May. You are correct. Um, oh, uh, okay. I think. Oh man, one inning in game seven. Correct. And. Ooh. One and two-thirds in game five? Two full innings. Two innings. Nice. Okay. Uh, final question. Can Eric name the only Dodger to appear in each of those games? The pitcher? Mm-hmm. I was going to say, because yeah. they, were, they had <laughs> yeah. like the I'm same sorry. lineup. The only Dodger pitcher. Uh, yeah. For the most. Yeah. Yep. yeah um, that was my fault. That's okay. No. Um, uh, let's go... Blake Trinan? There you go. Nice. Should have said Dylan Floro. Well, I was, yeah, I was, 
So, I mean, I thought I would do much worse on that because my brain is sort of mush oh, right now. you nailed it, man. Good of, job. Yeah. Trey Turner has the second highest number of postseason pale appearances for the Dodgers without a home run in the wild card era. Only Chase Utley, that would have been a fun trivia question, uh, with no home huh. runs with 54 Dodger postseason plate appearances has more than Trey Turner's uh, 49 plate appearances. For the contest, will Trey Turner pass Utley, or will he homer before or at 54 postseason plate appearances? As a tiebreaker, well, how many plate appearances does Max Scherzer get in Game 6? An extra tiebreaker, will he get it? Hit the ball out of the infield. Huh. Um, so first, Trey Turner, uh, does he hit? Does he hit a home run in the next five at bats? Or plate appearances? Oh excuse God. me. Yeah, um, he was really, really close in game two. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I'll just say, I'll just say yes. What the hell? I'll say no. Uh, All right, because uh, he's going to hit five triples instead. To lose. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I know. I'm like, how can I get away with this without sounding like a negative nanny? Um, how many plate appearances does Max Scherzer get in Game Six? Hmm. So they're the I mean, road team. Yeah, uh, I'll, around I'll say twice two. in the first inning. So that's. I'll say sure. three. I'll say three. How about that? Wow, that, that's that bodes well for the Dodgers. Oh, chances. I'm confident. See, I had to get to counter it. Will that's he right. hit the ball out of the infield? No, no, we won't. We won't fight there. (laughs) Yeah. How much do you think the 2020 experiences will help or hinder the two teams going to game six as Atlanta will try to close out the um, and the Dodgers will try to extend? Um, I think the only the only thing I'm quote unquote worried about and it's not really is like. You don't have to go to Urias uh, in game seven, (laughs) Like you know, I guess in a situation where like. If it's extra innings or something, and like Trinan and Kenley are both used, okay. But like, just let it. Let, Somebody let the, has to the, start game one yeah. of the World Series. <laughs> exactly. You're putting the well, not only that, and game two. Like, if if they were to advance, they they have at least one of the first two uh, games of the World Series as a bullpen game. If you use Urias, at least two of the first two games are the are bullpen game. So it would be very weird. Um, so yeah, but not, again, getting ahead of ourselves, they obviously, obviously have to win two to even get that. But um, yeah, I, yeah, that's uh, that's the only only thing that would be like sort of sort of worrisome. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to be a big. It doesn't hurt, right, to know that hey, we've we've been here before, we can do it again, uh, especially after performance like uh, in Game Five. It certainly doesn't hurt, but you know, there's way more that's going to go into it. Having uh, been there for both Chris Taylor's walk-off and Cody Bellinger's game-timing homer, it is hard to determine which had the biggest reaction. But I'm going to say Bellinger's home run given the impact to the season. In any case, Eric and Jacob, what were your reactions to both of those home runs? What, what was the other home run besides Bellinger? Uh, uh, C- Chris Taylor's walk-off in the wildcard game. Oh, oh. No, I think Bellinger's was the the loudest and also, and the most shocking. Yeah. No, I mean, not not, but like, just the the turnaround of like, oh my god, we're we're so dead, and then oh look at us, <laughs> you know, like that kind of a thing. Um, whereas, like, I think that you know, it's a tie game in the wild card game. You, you have a pretty good feeling, um, but then obviously that was a huge moment. But like, yeah, I, Bellinger, I think by a good margin. Um, my reaction to the Bellinger home run, I. 
I, I have watched almost all of the playoffs, but I was not watching that inning. It certainly didn't hurt that they were losing the and look losing and looking the way they were performance wise. But I was not watching just because of life reasons. I had I had stuff going on and was planning on turning the game back on. And like as I was getting ready to do that, I was getting text messages and like checked on my phone. Like, how the hell did they tie it? And I was, I was like, sure, <laughs> yeah. run over Cody Bellinger. What, what what else would it have been? Um. I was watching the Chris Trailer walk off live, and I had already begun to plan what the bullpen was going to look like in uh, the tenth inning, yeah. uh, like what the li- like all of that was already in my head. And then he just Chris Taylor's like, "Nah, let's just end it now." I was uh, elated to to say the least. Uh, and remember, uh, he didn't start that game, and I believe didn't start like two of the first three, or maybe the first two, just the first two, I think, postseason games. And now it's like uh, looking at him <laughs> now, like. Yeah, but like you yeah. don't fault them for nothing. Like he was not looking. Yeah, another I, guy that just laid in no. here. Like, oh, I'll figure it out now. It's fine. <laughs> Last two months was yeah. bad. Like like literally, Dave Roberts said um, he's a work in progress right now yeah. mechanically. Right, like so he had the neck thing, but he's he's healthy from that now. Oh, I, we forgot to Turner too. Like so, he went out with a hamstring. Yeah, I just want to mention he also um, had a neck stinger. Um, uh, wait, was game two the game he didn't start? game i guess it was yeah that yeah it was game yeah yeah because, oh, so we must have talked about it last episode but that that snapped a streak of like 77 straight starts for him and like just and it was kind of it, it's bad for turner because this was such a great year for him in terms of in a way like sort of proving the naysayers wrong he did show his age at times but like he had a very productive year and a very healthy year, which he hasn't really had in a while. Like he said, he tied his career high in games played. He led the team in games played appearances and starts like at age 36. So like very well justified there, like, you know, giving him like the contract they gave him two years and an option. So um, it was just a shame to see that productive and healthy of a year like and like it did. Mm-hmm. And like obviously like the team uh, Mookie Betts, I believe, said uh, – Yesterday, like, you know, when you think of the Dodgers, you think Justin Turner. I, I know that's a little bit hyperbole because there's there's other things like, you, you know, Clayton Kershaw would say before that. But, like, also his Turner's, like, um, bona fides in the clubhouse are very well established. So, like, that he's he is, like, pretty much the one of the absolute leaders in the clubhouse. And you, and you could tell just by the way everyone talks about him. So, it's a real bummer the way his season ended, but yeah, that's that's sort of where they're at. Last question: I've started a postseason tradition of buying chicken nuggets, tenders, etc., and bringing them to the games to share with our friend Sissy. So while we've talked about chicken wings a few times, and we're grateful for that, my question is about these chicken products. One: When was the last time you bought McNuggets? And uh, if you recall, what sauce do you get? Did you get with them? Two: Do you prefer the nugget or tender shape? And three. Do you just want a crispy texture, or does it need some kind of spicy saltiness flavor? Um, I will give you an exact answer. I can give you uh, a so near I, exact answer. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I'll just say off off the top of my head, um, I prefer a tender, mm-hmm. like just g- generally, but like it, it's very, it's a very specific taste in getting, um, like. You know the the like either the chicken McNugget from McDonald's or my last nugget purchase, which was um, 
Oh man, it, it was Tuesday. Uh, I got <laughs> a, a ten piece, ten piece spicy nuggets from Wendy's. Wendy's, mm. they have the spicy nuggets. I like them. Um, well, he specifically but, asked for McNuggets. He said McNuggets. So actually, McNuggets are a pretty. It was uh, in the in the Giant series. It Wednesday. Was, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, in fact, I'm looking here. Uh, October twelfth, so that would have been. Um, do you have a, the receipt still? Is that what you were looking up? I I do because I had to I I, I expensed it. <laughs> you you <laughs> so, filed it under. You filed that under C M or N. Pot, I I I filed it under uh, podcast expenses. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I knew Craig would ask. And that, that that that's the thing. Because I'm going to ask, make him ask weird, weirdly targeted questions. So I, I can. I could look at my calendar to get you an exact answer, but it was in. Yeah. I know it was in two, later, later, or like fall of 2012, because I ha- was driving home after a breakup from Iowa to back home in Kansas crying oh wow it was raining trucks were honking at me i was starving it was in bethany missouri uh, the only thing oh. open between des moines and um the kansas city area was a mcdonald's i hate non-breakfast mcdonald's food but i'm like i have sure. to eat something how bad can a nugget be and i hated it i ate like one and i was starving and sad and i still so, only ate like i think maybe two the fact that you sort of knew exactly when your last mcnugget was i thought it meant it was recent no. and when you said <laughs> we were going through a breakup i'm like did we not discuss something before <laughs> no, the podcast because you are married yeah so that's that's hilarious um so <laughs> the other part of craig's question was sauce i i don't i don't like any of the mcdonald's sauces um I, if I get a sauce at all, and, and I'm using sauce in quotation marks, is uh, I would just I would just dip it in ketchup. Yeah, and I usually it, have. I I, I am yeah. definitely a fan of sauces, but my my sort of go to trio would be ketchup, a good barbecue sauce, and a um. I don't know if this counts as an extra sauce, but I tend to. Uh, get a ramekin, put ranch in it, and then put hot sauce mm. in it and mix that up. Mm. Maybe with a little cracked so, ground pepper as well. I, I, I will say that the most likely um, uh, chickeny type uh, purchase for me of recent um, vintage is raisin canes. Sure, delicious. Um, that that which sauce. Is, yeah, I don't know. That's that's the goat uh, sauce. See, that stuff and, is so and, good. And that's a that's the thing. I I don't like mayonnaise at all, and that's a yeah. mayonnaise based sauce. But but also great sauce yeah. like, <laughs> no really i good. i do I, everything you just said lines up for me yep yeah and so and then also that's that's open like uh relative to other many other fast food places that's open super late so that that's a um not willing to go to sleep after a game driving home okay i'll stop at raising canes or something like that and just grab like something like that that i will use the sauce so and I think that's a little, and the, the chicken is a is a better quality chicken than the McNuggets, obviously. Um, yeah, in but, terms uh, yeah, of tenderness, uh, crispy, yeah. uh, it has to have an appropriate breading they, to they chicken deliver. ratio. Yes, uh, it should be mostly yeah. chicken. And then I don't need uh, spicy or saltiness, but I prefer uh, spicy if it's available. Mm. And also, I would say it, it really is like it's just better quality. Like we've all seen the the picture of the pink sludge that goes yep. into making like chicken McNuggets. And 
it's gross. But then again, I worked at McDonald's uh, when I was uh, 16. And was, um, was this before In-N-Out? This was before In-N-Out. That would be um, depressing if you went the other way. Yeah, <laughs> the other way. Yeah. So I, I just remember that because that was my first real job sure. was McDonald's. And it was the Dream Team summer of 1992. That's oh, where yeah. I had all the cups. <laughs> and um, Is that the only just, reason why you got that as a child? <laughs> I, I, I'd like to say yes, but no. No. <laughs> uh, it was it was close to where I lived. And um, I just remember seeing literally, not quite literally seeing how the sausage was made, although because it, it was prepackaged, I think. But um just the grossness of how stuff was prepared. And I'm like, and my, my first thought was, I I can't eat this stuff. You know, like it's, this is terrible. And then I think that went away within about a week. Like it was just like, Oh, you know, he just, that was like one of those life lessons where you're just like, eh, it happens, you know, like whatever. Uh, so I just sort of, I just sort of gave up at that point. And, uh, I've been eating McDonald's ever since. So yeah. Well, there we go. Good stuff. Gonna eat Man, some well, no, uh, time to go. Time to go eat some chicken. Yep. I actually had. We, we're recording this a little later on Friday. I had fried chicken earlier today. Obviously, not what Craig was referring to, but it's a very chicken-heavy Friday here. Um, but yeah, uh, go get some chicken. Listen to this podcast before uh, Game Six of the NLCS. Hopefully, there's a and Game if you Seven. You get chicken tomorrow. Uh, well, I guess it's probably today when you all are listening to this. And the Dodgers win. Get chicken the next day, and then keep keep it going. Like chicken tonight. Uh, all right. So, yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, eat your chicken. We will talk to you next week. Either, once again, either reviewing the season or previewing the World Series. Ooh. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye.